Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Are you hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL game to win their game and uh, or any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. It's that simple. Just remember to use the code PHNX when you sign up. Johnny, Frank, Saul, good to be back with you guys. Good yeah, like I was in Cleveland like forever. I know. Like we were surprised you came back like today. We yeah. thought you might just relocate. <laughs> I thought grandma was going to keep you. Yep. <laughs> I think she was going to let you come back out to the desert. So she... I chilled with granny a lot. <laughs> That's okay. awesome. How, like, what do, you, like, what, what like, do y'all do? Like, what does chill with like, granny mean? Like a chill and granny glass means of different wine. things in different states. Backgammon. Yes. Yes. What do you <laughs> think? Like if I was chilling with Granny Spades, in Colorado, maybe. it's probably not the same kind of chill. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a different kind of chill in Colorado. <laughs> we we went sightseeing. We went to like lunch and dinner. We had some drinks. We watched a movie together. We watched a football game together. Okay. That we sounds lovely. Out. Does Granny Aww. get lit? No. no. She don't no. turn up. But, I mean, um, maybe <laughs> maybe back in the day, but she'll like have a drink. Oh, okay. that's good. That's, what's up. that's a start. That's a start. That's a starting point. She would probably ordered like a Tom Collins or something like that. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you know, you know what she ordered was Johnny Walker on the Rock. That's my kind of lady. That's a true yeah. Ohioan right uh, there. That's right. Right. Wait, when it gets cold, I don't. She told me to try it, and I was like. Don't uh, put all this other fluffy shit in there. I, I want that on the rocks. I'm going to say when it gets cold, I want something to Grandma's warm the soul. Grandma's tolerance I want. But before I left, I went to, so I grew up really close to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Never went. Cool, And I decided, you know what, just make the drive out there while you've got the chance. And went and had an absolute blast. Like, yeah. I left there fired up. They've got this thing with Joe Namath where you go into like this locker room. It's got like Staubach and it's like, like, you know, lockers. And then Joe Namath like basically just like fires you up. Like yells at you and gets you excited. Just motivates about- you. And then you hear from like other people, but it's all just like a motivational thing. Like, like you can be the hall of famer of your life and i like oh, wow. <laughs> then, then do they they play the clip of him drunk trying to kiss Susie Colbert right afterwards <laughs> I know. I, that's what i thought about immediately yeah and I'm, it's unfortunate that it's not that's fun. it's all not funny. i think about yeah yeah it's a bad moment it was inappropriate there's 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 a thousand more moments about 
Joe Namath's life that, I mean, touched a thousand, I mean, a bunch of people's lives. So it is an unfortunate moment, but and they caught him at a good time to have an unfortunate moment. But I, I wish that I, I wish I'd have been there too to kind of check that moment out where you yeah. can walk into a locker room like that and have you know one of your maybe potential heroes or somebody that you respect a lot mm-hmm. to see what they've done in the game of football to. It was really a hologram. It's different. It's it was different. a hologram. Yeah, it was cool. the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is different because the other leagues, it's like Baseball Hall of Fame. So it's not just Major League Baseball. It's other leagues, whereas the Pro Football Hall of Fame is just the NFL, basically. And it's just so cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Bird Gang Travel, no, 100% was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I originally said I didn't have time. And then I was like, you know what? Bird Gang Travel. Uh, and we'll talk about... Um, Something very cool with Bird Gang Travel coming up in a little bit. But yes, it was your recommendation. And um, some cool things Arizona related that I saw. The One of the pylons that was on the field during the Hale Murray was there, signed by Kyler and uh, D-Hop. Hmm, nice. um, something like small, but I thought it was pretty cool. It was like Zavin, like the draft cards for all the first Yeah, you rounders. posted. That was super cool. Yeah, so Zavin's, uh, you know, was up there. I it's mean, nice to see it. It's not all like official it's just like scribble scrabble yeah yeah frame this really laminate this piece would you (laughs) pin it up here is there um i've never been to i've never been so it's uh i'm actually a crazy question that might sound crazy with all the artifacts or all the great things that have happened in nfl is this like a seven-story building above ground or maybe is there a vault that you walk down into to kind of see all this stuff or is it or, or is it just that massive that you can see historically you know, the NFL and all the players and like, you talk, you're talking about a power line. That's one play of how many that year happened. So did you like, is there like multiple layers or st- I mean, not layer, levels that um that's in, that's at the building? I I've think never there's been. only, cause you kind of like follow through a maze, but it seemed like there was only two levels okay. to it. It actually wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. And there's a part of me that thinks maybe they swap things out. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I don't know that that pylon is going to remain forever, forever. Right, gotcha. Yeah, so I think in order to like fit everything, they they like swap stuff out. There's yeah. probably a vault somewhere with a bunch of stored historical items that, you know, it was like, oh, this is the the napkin that whatever Franco <laughs> used in Franco Harris used when he was wiping his sweat after he yeah. caught the immaculate reception. And here it is. Yeah, and they were like, okay, we don't need this anymore. Let's put it in the box. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'm going to say one more thing that was that I thought was very interesting, and then we can move on. But they had molds of some athletes, like legs, like Jerome Bettis's leg. Oh, oh my god! It was like the size of like my whole body. If I were to just stand there, and um, then like their arms too. So like you got like a, and then oh, and then I put. They could put the helmet on, like a quarterback helmet, mm-hmm. and you can hear that guy. I thought that stuff was cool. Oh, you could, you could, so you could hear what the quarter is. Yeah, doing. so they had That's like really, real, real cool. calls or whatever yeah. that were, and uh, or like real communication rather that they had recorded, and they, and so you got to put the helmet on and hear like literally what a coach had been saying to somebody at one point. I that is cool. cool. That's, That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. What if they tried to like <laughs> get my arm mask up and now? <laughs> <laughs> My leg. I got no answers for that. I like have a Mike Vanderjack body. Like, look, I Remember Mike Vanderjack, the little kicker? <laughs> no, not Mike Vanderjack. Who's the kicker that the Cardinals had? 
You it might have been during your time frame. Grammatica. Gr- Martin Grammatica. Martin Grammatica. I got a Martin Grammatica. 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 He. Yeah. Hey, don't don't knock my K State Wildcat. Love K State Wildcat was funny. Um, yeah, but this anyway. is great. Yeah, I love how I flex, and Cheerson just can't, just can't control herself and starts laughing. <laughs> it's just... Well, they they could definitely mold that and cast out of where you started at and where you can get. I've to. become very soft. I you know I used to weight train. Now I have two kids. Oh, out of context, you just, you just can't, right there. You just. <laughs> We had about four of those on the Suns podcast today, and now we have our fifth one of the day. Johnny, did you used to be buff or what? Uh, yeah, you know I have I'm five six, but I have small arms, so you know when I bench and stuff, I don't have to go down nearly as far. Frank knows what I'm talking about. I like, know, which, 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 I know exactly. And so I can about. pump up pretty quickly, but I just you know now there's just yeah. too many con- conflicting competing priorities in my life where I can't get to the gym as much as I want to. Okay, which is unfortunate, but yeah. But yeah, check out my Instagram. I got some older photos on there. <laughs> Used to be put together, but yeah, now I'm just kind of sloppy in my draft. I shirt. did not stop thinking about the Burger King commercial. He's like, oh, I want to eat that hamburger, but I got these small hands. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid to hold on to the <laughs> Well, I didn't say my hands were small, but you went there. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, too All funny. Right. We mean no disrespect to Johnny. That is not um, true. Just continue. But uh, the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> oh, do we have some funny comments? I'm at Maybe the gym right be- now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Must be uh, nice. Yep. They got your beat. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the Arizona. What is happening? Johnny used to Hulk. Mm-hmm. Is that your friend? That is my Dylan? cousin. That Dylan is my cousin. Hey, Dylan, what's up, man? Thanks for watching the show. <laughs> That's nice. Your family yeah. defending you. I pub the show. I get people to watch. I get eyes on the product. Come on now. There you go. Uh, Hilarious. Company man, right there. That's right. All right. No disrespect to Johnny, but the Cardinals are getting a lot of disrespect uh, from True. national media. I just I feel like every time I go on social media, I see a complaint from a Cardinals fan that you know they're just they're not getting the the same amount of respect or the same amount of airtime um all about the cowboys etc uh even though the cardinals are the only undefeated team in the league uh so i don't know what do you guys think are they being disrespected absolutely absolutely yeah like there's no other team in the in the league that can make like make the claim that they are the best in the NFL because no other team has won all their games, mm-hmm. only the Cardinals. And after last night's game, because the Bills were the one that everybody would say, well, week one was kind of a fluke. So, you know, but they look like the best team in the NFL because okay. Josh Allen's playing out of his mind. Yeah. And then they lose to the Titans, the same Titans that the Arizona Cardinals whooped their ass on. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, there you go. That there, there's my. That's all the proof I needed to know that yeah. the Cardinals are a legit team by going into Tennessee and stomping them out in Week One the way they did. There's no other. There's no other argument to be made. I would argue the first three games that there was a bunch of question marks, mm-hmm. and we got lucky. So they want to say we got lucky with the Titans. We got oh, definitely 100 percent got lucky with the Minnesota Vikings and the kicker missing the field goal. But the the next couple of st- stretch of games we had between the Rams who they had definitely prompted up as the best team in the NFL offensively and defensively. Then the 49ers, of course, they didn't have Garoppolo, but still they had a, they had a, a, a defense that could come out and probably that could be an in-conference game that can shut you down. Then you go on the road versus the Cleveland Browns, and you beat them handedly. And that's mm-hmm. not a bad team. It's a good team with a lot of talent. 
They're just probably not playing as great as they need to right now, but they are a really, really good team. And yeah, they they're 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 crapping on the Cardinals right now. Hey. They're crapping on them. And honestly, the crazy thing about it is the Cardinals, the crack the crazy thing about it is the Cardinals have at least nine top 50 players in the NFL right now on their team. And I'm just saying, I'm just throwing a number out there. Not at least nine top 50 players on their team. There should be no conversation against this team that says they're not the best in the league and that they're not deserving of what, um, of all the, ac- they, they deserve more accolades than they're giving them and they're crapping on them. And I, and I really honestly don't know why. Johnny posted something on the, on the PH next Cardinals account, or maybe it was you cheers tonight. I don't know. Um, of JJ Watt. Yeah. Storming up and down the sideline talking about what are they going to say? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it yeah, just, we had so we don't, Leah, we don't have that. No, okay, sorry, it's yeah. on our Twitter, PHNX Cardinals at Twitter. Go watch it; it's fantastic. Yeah, talking about maybe we're maybe we're just better. Yeah, maybe we're just better. Storming up and down the sideline, maybe we're just better. They always talk about this team didn't have this and this team didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just better. It's funny. So I have shameless plug. GoPHNX.com. I got an article coming out tomorrow about why I think JJ Watt and his arrival and his impact on this team mirrors. Uh, a certain uh, Hall of Famer, Reggie White, when he went to the Green Bay Packers and what that changed their culture. And coming into the season, we've talked about it like objectively. Objectively, I thought top 10 to 12 roster in the NFL. Uh, the question marks were, were squarely on Cliff Kingsbury. Well, Cliff Kingsbury has elevated his game this year. But I just think that Watt's presence on this team is a, a determining factor of why they're 6-0. and and that clip encompassed that. Yep. And so I think they feed off of this. I don't think they give two shits about it. You think about, like, I try to go back and look at trajectories for teams when they start to have peak success. Like, what do you think the national narrative was of that 2012 Seattle Seahawks team where they suddenly became great out of nowhere and won the Super Bowl? I think they probably got their fair share of disrespect. Or if you mm-hmm. go back to, like, the, you know, the the early years of Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Nobody talked about Golden State basketball. So this is their period right now where people are still heavily doubting them because they don't have the resume. I don't think it matters at all. It's frustrating for, I'm sure, the Valley and the community that supports this team. If you're not in incorporating or, excuse me, absorbing this content on a, on a five-day basis, then you probably don't find a lot of cardinal news and information on, you know, national outlets, the ESPNs, the the um the uh, NBCs of the world. But what I will say is that I don't think the players care. I don't, I saw CBS sports had them like seventh in their power rankings, which is, that's just uh, objectively just ridiculous. So when you see that like this week, yeah, today CBS sports had them seventh in their power rankings. Yeah. CBS sports can go, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. No, but it doesn't. you can also point to, I mean, I think the Suns battled that, that last great year example. as well. Yeah. And I, maybe it's just Arizona sports in general. Well, yeah. Maybe I mean, it's the a, market. A, go ahead. No, I'm go with ahead. you on that. But I, I think, I really think that there are more media people right now that, that, that already has their, oh, I told you so story already written. That this team is not as good as we thought they were. One loss. Oh, my God. Here it is. The Cardinals lost to this team. I told you they wasn't better than that. They're waiting for that. You might get a snippet of how what we're doing, but you're not You're not. They're getting, waiting for the other shoe to fall. They're waiting for that part. And that's, that's the disrespectful part that is a slap in the face because watching where this team has come from the last two years, all the conversation pieces of not having a top-tier head coach, finding a, a – a losing coach out of college, coming in young, 
Kyler Murray, Josh, Drew, Josh Rosen, all this stuff that happened in the last two years to now, but to have the names. That's the part that's blowing my mind, Saul, is that when you have a J.J. Watt, you have a D-Hops, when you have those names, those names and they're performing. It's not names that's not performing. These are names that are performing, and you should be. they should be applauding and 100% giving kudos to how these guys have come from other places and transitioned this Arizona Cardinals team into something that they haven't seen in decades. And that's the part where, to me, as a former player, it's a slap in the face. Because if I, had, if, if I was on this team and I had these players, I would feel like, man, there's nothing we can't do. And right now, I don't. I, the media, if you was listening to the media as a player. So you would care. I would, Johnny says yeah. they don't care. You would care. I would care. I think Watt's using this. Yeah. Yeah, a million and, percent. And because he knows. Because yeah. rem- he knows what it's like to be. Disrespected. Not just disrespected, but to be a top tier guy. And and know what it's like to get self praise but not his t- when his team is not doing good you you don't get that I mean, praise there's, there was be, there's been times when watt was on good houston texans teams, good. Mm-hmm. and they didn't get any love so no. he knows how it it's feels so bad man. he was and like so a two-star well, recruit out of high school but he's out of the afc though and how, you can't I, you can't trump tom brady and peyton man i just think that at the no, end of the true, day but, still, <laughs> but this, he was, is, this is why you brought him on yeah. like right now his role that he's serving it's the best $22, $23 million guaranteed that maybe Michael Bidwell will ever spend. If they have a special season, it's in large part because of Kyler Murray and the offense and what they're doing. The defense of this team right now is is playing at a higher le- level than the offense. And the offense is top, I think, sixth in the NFL in total yards. The defense is second in, in points per game allowed, behind only Buffalo, which is 18.2 per game. And think about the teams that they played. The Rams, the Titans, the Browns, playoff teams from last year. I mean, it, that is staggering to me. That's a credit to Vance Joseph, but Watt is the differentiator. What's different from last year now, it's, it's J.J. Watt. Not only that, but, you know, Cheerson, we talked about their their deflation last year towards the second half of the season, mm-hmm. going from 6-3 and three to basically out of the playoffs and finishing yeah. up at 8-8. Eight eight. So you have the memory of that, and then you bring in guys like J.J. Watt and Rodney Hudson. Mm-hmm. Hudson. Yeah. Again, Rodney Hudson traveled to Cleveland mm-hmm. just so he could help out because so of all the that. loss yep. that was going on due to COVID. So like that. that is leadership to a T. Yeah. Like, and so when you have leadership, especially when you have leadership in the front seven and the offensive line, it just changes the game. And I think the national narrative, all you have to do is listen to Keyshawn Johnson and get a picture of what the national narrative is. Cause they use the same air raid offense, air raid offense over and over and over again. And these dudes absolutely ran the clock out and busted Cleveland in the mouth. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not air raid. Physically. So get that out of your head. No, they it's they have objectively a Super Bowl roster. This roster is good enough to go and win the Super Bowl with how they're playing right now. Injuries permitted, right? If things happen and God forbid something happens to Kyler Murray or Water Company, which it's a long season, 17 games now, things can change. But if, if they're relatively healthy by the time the postseason starts, they have as good a chance as anybody. Also, just a little side nugget. I was listening to 98.7 today, so shout out to them and their shows. Uh, but uh, Kurt Warner talking about Kyler Murray is still leaving a ton of plays out there to be made. So they're 6-0, and and Kyler Murray still hasn't been able to you know, take this offense to a level he could possibly take it to in the second half of the season. Don't we always talk about that? We're sitting here watching the games when they're away, mm-hmm. and we're like, 
man, they scored 37 points. They easily could have scored 50 points easy. today. They were in easy. the red zone after those two turnovers by Baker Mayfield. They easily could have scored points there. Yep. They're they're only on the cusp of what they can accomplish. I think that's what Watt is continually harping on. Yep. I still feel it's it's mind-boggling because I the, the national media that I have listened to, it always seems to be, uh, you know, what's what went wrong with the other team rather than mm-hmm. what went right with the Arizona Cardinals. And I just can't like put my finger on it. I get everything that you guys are saying, but at the same time, it's like, I think uh, Peter said that, you know, they're just after clicks. Um, but are, is that, is that a knock then on the Arizona Cardinals fan base? I don't think that, you know, the, the fan, I mean, obviously Dallas is, is Dallas. And so like, if you make that argument, I, I, I get that. Um, Cause they're, you know, They've got uh, the fan base, but... They have won for the first time since that... Uh, we've talked about this, so this is probably not news to you guys, but I'm going to repeat it because it's insane. They're the first team since the 07 Patriots with Tom Brady and Randy Moss, that undefeated regular season team, to blow out their first four road opponents by double digits since that 07 Patriots team. So I... Like, that. that there has to be a common denominator of their success. They're not eking out wins because teams are fumbling the ball away and they're just getting lucky on last-second field goals outside of Minnesota at home. They have won their first four games by double digits on the road, and no team has done that since those record-setting Patriots of 2007. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Right now, the Cardinals are three. It's and crazy. Th- I, I mean, couldn't believe oh, that when I saw that. By golly, get them on the national TV. That's L- right. Let's tie, let's tie in a little bit to what Peter was talking about. Right now the Cardinals are six and zero, but they're three and three. They're three, three wins on the road and three wins at home. Yeah, well, four and two. Four and two. Four, four wins on the road, two at home. Two at home, right? Uh, four, yeah. Four, at four, Titans. Rams, yeah. yeah, they've only played Titans. two home games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jags. Uh, they're a better road team than they're a home team. L.A. and now Cleveland. So they're four and two at home. Four and two. Yeah. For, uh, so they haven't been here long enough. They haven't played. They haven't played in front of their fans. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go with they Peter. Play, they, they haven't played in front of their fans. The disrespect thing. They play better lot. on the road. That's that's that's, that's the what factor. I, th- I think it's amazing, man. How um, they it's something about the conversation pieces that they already know what they want to build up. And right now, the Cardinals are doing something that they really don't want to celebrate. And that's what it just looks like. They just don't want to celebrate it. They don't want to celebrate it like it was something. Like, if you really want to have a major storyline, again, we have what? Maybe we don't have a major media market here. So we're not flashing out tons of, like, if you was in Dallas, or you was in a, in a yeah. major, bigger, big city. That's what now I was this, saying. That's but why we I think have it a might big be city, Arizona's but just, market. I just think it's our market that's not really, that it can't flood the market with. The same kind of power that another another team sitting in a head. It's the same success change. At one that, point, though, yeah. and you kind of saw this with the Suns, though, it's like at one point you can't ignore it. And so hopefully the Cardinals get to that point right. where it's like, well, you got no choice. You you know, you only have, you know, so many teams standing or you they're still undefeated deep into the seat. Whatever the case is, it'll come to a point where you can't ignore it anymore. Just just like the Suns. They were still waiting for the Suns to fail. Yeah, and they still had storylines for the Lakers to come back or Golden State to make a run at the end. They Clippers, had, yeah, the Clippers well, okay, but even that's so, the crazy was, part, by right? the end of it, it was like, oh well, the Suns only did that because the Lakers had injuries right. and everyone else had injuries, right. and that's yeah. why the Suns made that deep run. So I don't know what it is. Hey, excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one. That's in their right. <laughs> Move along. We'll route this season out, and I like where it's going right now. Again, as as long as we're still under the radar and the guys got that little grunt in their belly that they need they need to continually punish teams because we're not getting that kind of respect 
then Thursday night is a good opportunity. Right. Not, not knocking on Sunday. Thursday night is a really good opportunity. And as the season keeps progressing, they just got to keep pounding teams, and then the storyline is going to have to change eventually. Right. Chris, well, they, they always say in football, make them feel you. That's yep. right. That's Chris, it, make them feel you. Christian Kirk said it best before the season started. They were feeling themselves when they were 6-3 and three last year. So the couple people brought in to make sure that doesn't happen again. That's what's up. So today was the first time that I feel like it actually hit me as to how difficult what the Cardinals pulled off actually was. I mean, we were talking about it and it kind of was like, oh my gosh, you know, you know, but then it, it happened so fast. And then after they, you know, won in such convincing fashion, it was, I just didn't, it, it didn't like settle with me. So today talking with um, Spencer Whipple and Jeff Rogers, special teams coordinator, and listening to how their weekends went and how it all sort of unfolded and what it took to pull it off, I was like, okay. I mean, you think next man up in, in any sport really, you know, pertains to players and not as much pertaining to coaches. Um, and they've had to sort of, I guess, in the COVID era, be ready for more uh, adversity than mm-hmm. ever before. But you know, they found out basically, you know, they were working out or they were they were doing things outside of the facility, you know, Friday evening and game plan had already been put in place. You know, they already thought that they were past the adversity of the week yeah. riding into Sunday. And all of a sudden you don't have a head coach. <laughs> and Spencer Whipple had only ever called one game in his entire life. That was UMass versus like. South Florida or something like that. Yeah. Okay, that's it. How'd that like, game go? <laughs> no, no I don't know. I didn't look it up. 2018. You watch that day? Yeah, maybe I'll look it up real quick. I have no idea. But one game, that's it. One, one like, college game. I remember sitting here Sunday before, after we did our PSNX tailgate show, which you should absolutely watch every Sunday morning at 9 a.m., and I was sitting here with Saul, and I'm like, I'm fully prepared to, like, give them a pass today. Like, I, yeah. I picked them to lose. I'm not I, – I don't want to be critical – and I'm sitting here and we're watching the game transpire and we touch base with you before and after. And I'm like, I, I can I cannot believe how efficient they are. I cannot believe how, how well they're playing. There, there was no circumstance that I saw that happening outside of like half of Cleveland's team, Mayfield and, and all their good players like suddenly becoming injured. It was incredible what the coaching staff has has been able to do. A coaching staff that was routinely considered the joke of the NFL when they couldn't put teams away in the second half of last year, suddenly has an infrastructure where you can lose your head coach and your assistant offensive coach play caller and uh, some of your best players en route to ahead of Sunday, and you can have that kind of performance against a Cleveland team that needed that win. Three and two, you know, they're at home, and they're, they're going to run the ball against the 29th, 30th ranked run defense. That performance, to me, I said it, uh, during the week last week, and I said it after the show, it's the most impressive performance by a Cardinal team, I think, certainly in the Michael Bidwell era, but regular season since they moved to the desert in 1988. I've never seen anything like it. Ooh, man. I, I just, sure. given the circumstances. No, I, given the circumstances, I, I could see why you would say that for sure. I, I had no, um, I thought they'd win, but I only thought because of the leadership that I we talked about and we pointed, you said it earlier, but I pointed this thing out that said, I, we've never been here. Fans, you've never been here. I've never been here. I don't know if any one of us has been here with the Cardinals and understand what it feels like to be 5-0 and 6-0 and, and then have the implications that 
this team is really kicking a lot of teams' butt, and they're doing it really. Yeah. They're doing it. It looks, and it's not perfect, and it has so much more room to grow. So we all are watching our team grow, and then watching our coach develop these plays, watching Kyle and how does and AJ Green become this guy that we didn't. He started making plays. Christian Kurtz making plays. The defensive guys are making plays. Leadership has to start to take a play, has to start to take a major effect now and how we start looking at what we're doing. We said it last week. You said you asked about, you know, what's a one-game mentality. Everyone always talks about that. It's just the next game. How do we get ready for the Houston Texans and play them like we're playing the Green Bay Packers and have that same energy and intensity? Well, you just can't overlook them. And that's exactly what they were able to do to watch. I didn't say this. how. I said I said it's a cliche. And clichéically, how and, do they do it? Yeah. Well, what makes the difference between teams that say it and teams yeah. that are actually able to pull it off? That's that leadership. Yeah. And that's what we saw. Just, you know, to watch coaches change positions and stand up and make the calls they had to and do the stuff they had to do. Let me tell you something. I have seen more coaches piss their pants on the sideline. Are you talking like literally? Like like not literally, but oh. not want to make a not well, I mean, not, if I see that, the new sponsor of the NFL <laughs> depends, right? Dave McGinnis pissed his pants when we when we went to well, Dallas one night for a Monday night game. I'm telling you, like it's it's a serious moment where to take ownership of having to make that call, yeah. having to call a play on third and four, or having to call a play when you know it's fourth and one. That in itself, sometimes you watch coaches panic and not be able to do that, and then. As a fan, you might think it's like, why are we running a draw on third and third 13? He didn't want to call the play that we got, that we've been running in practice. We got three of them that we can get third and 15 and third and 20. But he won't call that play so he can, you know, strategically or just cowardly. And sometimes, but to watch these guys go back up, go to a hostile environment and then put it together, I'm, I'm 100% impressed. There's 100% only, impressed. There's only one other game that I can think of in Cardinals history that I can look back to and say, that was an ass whooping. Yeah. It was unexpected mm-hmm. because of the situation. Um, and, and I'm not saying that because my man's sitting right here next to me, but honestly, going on the road, 19 nothing against yeah. the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs, like that was an unexpected ass whooping considering they hadn't won shit in Dallas yeah. for the longest time. That's fair. Against Aikman and Emmett and all them boys. So um, that's the only other game that I can think of. Because even in the Super Bowl run, maybe the Carolina game. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That was that was an ass whooping too. Yeah. But those are these three games. I guess really I'm do... separating the playoffs from the regular season. Sure, sure, sure. But but yeah, regular season wise, I don't think there's been a better game. They honestly. won by tw- they won by 23 points. So I would agree with you there. For the sure. NFL is not, not predicated yet. on parity. The league wants parity. And if you watch most games, and if you're on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, there's a reason why most lines are single digits, because the talent level is that close. Mm -hmm. For this team to win consistently by double digits, it's completely unheard of. There's no way to predict it. Those, the Pete Kenwiz and Hunt, Kurt Warner teams, Bruce Arians, Carson Palmer teams, they won a lot of games. They were good teams, great teams, in fact, but they were, for the most part, finesse teams they threw the ball a lot they played complimentary defense outside of maybe one year with Todd Broles they didn't have elite defensive personnel this feels like something that just the Cardinals have never had before where you've got the perfect marriage of this this offense with this young dynamic quarterback that's coming into his own and then suddenly a defense with interchangeable parts where you could be missing a Chandler Jones and still sack the opposing quarterback six times that speaks to the depth they've got 
safeties that can play corner. They've got linebackers that can kick to the edge. Defensive tackles, Jordan Phillips, you know, coming out of the grave to play well with the absence of Corey Peters. They cleared your name, Frank. They, did. they cleared my name. They did. <laughs> oh, they did. How? What I do? Because we put Jordan Phillips' absence on you. Maybe that you. Thank you very much for there that. I, I will have uh, also say this, and I, I don't mean any disrespect to these two gentlemen, but I think there's something to be said about the losses of Patrick Peterson and Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Patrick Peterson mainly on the on the defensive side. I never felt like he was an absolute dog. He's a finesse on, player. Yeah. He's a finesse player, right? This defense is not taking on that personality no. whatsoever. They want to hurt the hell out of you. You know what I mean? And Fitz, not a showboat guy, right? But these receivers are talking shit out yeah. there. So I wonder if the loss of those two guys have, has kind of changed the mentality of the team and made them kind of bust out of their shell. And now they're they're playing like a bunch of dogs on both sides of the ball. Well, you we've talked about this off air that I think the loss of Larry has allowed Kyler to step in a, a more prominent leadership role in the locker room and in the offensive huddle. So I think that that plays a big factor in it. And Kyler wants to talk shit. So I'm sure they're taking on that personality. And then defensively, you're spot on. Like Marco Wilson and Byron Murphy and Buda Baker want to talk all the shit. Their defensive line now, led by J.J. Watt, you saw him on the sideline. Like they, they got some bad motherfuckers on their defense for the first time in forever. And I like to swear on this show, I like to keep it buttoned up for Cheerson. But I mean, it's different dynamic completely. So I, I got the final score to that game. South Florida won 58 to 42. There you go. But UMass put up 42 points. Okay. Um, Solid effort. Did you, did Andy Isabella play in that game? Was he was he on the team then? Uh, what year was 2018, this? 2018, he would have Oh, yeah, he definitely yeah. would have been on that team. Yeah. Might have been yeah. probably why they drafted him. God damn it, Spencer Whipple, whatever what you your name is. Alone? It's not his fault. DK Metcalf could be here right now. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know about that. Um, but, uh, you know, like, but uh, getting a deeper dive, though, into – um, just some other just interesting like hearing Whipple talk it was like he was talking about how he and Mike Bercovici Ghost on Devils were like going over <laughs> going over the uh, the game plan once more uh, over the weekend at some point and started raining and both of them looked at each other and realized that like the the call sheet or whatever they were looking at wasn't laminated and like that's their job and they realized they're like oh crap we didn't do that job because like uh, you know we've got other things to do so like burko had to go find somebody to like laminate the sheets so that they wouldn't get like like little things like that's, that that's it hilarious was just like you're yeah i mean it's interesting where everybody was just like oh crap and then you've got colt mccoy trying to <laughs> because he's he's a uh you know whipple's an assistant receivers coach so he had to bring you sparked something in the chat Oh. Somebody said Andy Isabella would have put up 100 yards on ASU. <laughs> I love Andy. He's a great kid. I will always root for Andy. The situation you're talking about is like when you're not on the show and I have to do produce it and then it's just a shit show and I'm like, oh shit, Cherson does this and this and this and I just can't be Mr. Fun Guy, so I definitely can relate. You can't be Mr. Fun Guy. Yeah, well, yeah cuz I got to I got to I got to do all your shit that you I know, do. There's a lot that Cheerson does it. so much for the show. I'm, I'm so not, not even playing. So happy that we are. Yes. Makes our job immensely easier. 
Well, I, I appreciate appreciate you guys. But yeah, so it was just interesting hearing about how the whole weekend unfolded. Oh, yeah, that's what I was getting to. Colt McCoy, you know, he had to sit, sit with Colt McCoy and say, hey, can you like explain this from a quarterback's perspective? Because I'm in the receiver's room and things like that, where it's just like when you sit back and think like what actually went down in order to pull this off, which, by the way, he noticed when he was talking to Colt that um, you know, Whipple's dad is a, a his been a coach in the NFL and at the college ranks was a head coach at UMass, but Whipple coached Colt McCoy in Cleveland. Wow. And so that was interesting too. That's just a side note. I, I love the little side notes, but, but yeah, I mean, what they pulled off is dang impressive. It's unbelievable. You can't say enough good things about it. I mean, like no disrespect to the Houston Texans and we'll preview that game as the week progresses. We could spend all week on what they did Sunday. It's pretty special. I know that. All right, Johnny. I did not check the DraftKings sportsbook app. Are they still seventeen? What are, what are they? There right is now? they're seventeen and a half point favorites. So I don't like that at all. the good news is, if you wanted to bet the Cardinals money line to win a hundred dollars, how much money do you think you'd have to put down to win a hundred dollars on the Cardinal money on the Cardinal money line? Uh, seventeen hundred, right? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen. So you'd have to take fifteen hundred dollars and say, Vegas, here's fifteen hundred dollars. If the Cardinals win, you pay me a hundred dollars. But if the Cardinals somehow don't win, you lose fifteen hundred dollars. But if you use the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you put five bucks on the Cardinals and they win outright, you get how much money back? Two hundred. Hey. <laughs> so it's a smarter bet. <laughs> that's an interesting that's an interesting thing. So I'm assuming that, you know, nobody's gonna nobody's no, gonna wanna I, make that bet. I would imagine not too many people at all yeah. are betting the Even Cardinal money. Even with the free line. money, I would say maybe bet on uh maybe bet on another team uh, if you're a Cardinals fan this week. Um all right, well, as always, uh, it's 21 and over for the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And as always, if you download the, the app, use the code PHNX. We also have some exciting yeah, news to break. Absolutely. We have new partners. Oh, Bird- the mouse is not working. Oh, no. Oh, no. Having some technical issues. The mouse is not working. Do we have to charge it? Um, so I'm working on that, but they're seeing your comments in the chat. I just can't pull up any graphics until I oh, figure no. out the mouse. So sorry, everyone. But, okay, well, maybe but we'll, tell, is it going to work at some point? We're, we're working on it. Yeah. Is that why okay. you crawled out? Yeah, that's why I okay. crawled okay. out. All right. Well, maybe we'll wait on the announcement then until we have some. Ooh, hell of, that's a hell of a team. Ooh, yeah. yeah sorry we were about almost that. there. We were almost there. <laughs> Almost. Again, out of context quotes. We don't. We don't want. Do I have a mouse? We don't. We don't want to do, do it without the graphics. <laughs> do you carry? Well, because I was traveling. I was traveling. Do I have a floppy disk? In and uh, <laughs> floppy disks. I have never used one of those. Excuse me. West Westville thinks that Larry's going to come back. Is not right. Uh, no, 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 no. Not a chance no, no, at no, this no. point. No, 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 no chance. Why not? Because where's he going to go? There's On the team. Just why? Okay, but wait, why? I want a ring, maybe. He's gonna yeah, okay. get. A, he's gonna get a get celebratory a ring, ring yeah, where they win the Super Bowl, and he yeah. comes out and he flips a coin. Would you really want to get a ring that way, though? No, uh, no, he'll, he'll give him one though. They would give him one. No, yeah. no, I, I okay, I, I would, I would take play. the ring that you're talking about just yeah. to give, just to give it to Larry. Oh, I see but I wouldn't want to go back mid-season. This team's already gelling. They don't need him. He's not just even to, training. How do you know that? We need to we need to say something that needs to, you you brought it up earlier and and thank you for saying that that they like 
the four top receivers they have are significantly better than 38-year-old Larry Fitzgerald. That's not disputable. And they just traded for a Pro Bowl tight end. So everybody who thinks he, he can play tight end. So Saul's point where, like, you remove Larry and Pat, like, this is a new regime of Cardinal football, and I think that's in part why they're winning. So why don't go backwards, go forwards. I also, but I thought he said that he was staying in shape. I mean, but you know, staying in shape. And and, in football shape, I got two yeah. different things. They're night and day. Trust me, I know that one percent. <laughs> I mean, Frank I stays in shape. I can stand up and show you I'm in shape, <laughs> but I damn sure ain't going on that football field right now. <laughs> I'll take a check. I'm so glad we have a football player a here. I'll take a check, but. <laughs> That look, those are those are live rounds out there. Those are live minds out there waiting for you to get to blow up to blow you up. And I know that for a fact. Like that's not that's and we, it's, it's not easy. Like we love Larry. I can't say enough. Yes. Favorite Cardinal ever. We love yes, you, Larry. A million percent. He he he's been the best player on a lot of on a lot of bad teams. So it, it is unfortunate. But he's also been to the Super Bowl. He's been to the playoffs a few times. So But it's happened before in sports where the the superstar and the legend Finally retires yeah. after searching for that ring, and boom, the next year, oh look, yeah. we got a ring. Yeah, look at this. There you go. <laughs> How about that? It's the most unfair thing in the world. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it is. It really, it really is. But I mean, that's something. Well, I can't say for sure that he probably wouldn't want to if he could. I think he probably would if he could. I think. He, I think he probably would if he could. If he could. However. There's just something about the way Larry is carrying himself right yeah. now that make that tells me that he is done. Yeah. I think hearing Cliff, so it like Cliff and, you know, Kime and whoever else, anytime they bid well, anytime they're on with any, you know, media outlet, the Larry question will get asked. And it's always been, well, you know, he can come back whatever he wants or, you know, just something like that. And then the last time Cliff was asked, he was like, yeah, I think we're a little, you know, I think we're a little past that. And I think that was telling. And you got to be respectful of the players that are there busting their butt yeah, every day and, really and trying to get better. I mean, you watch their two slot receivers. That's what Larry plays. Operate on Sunday. Rondell Miller and Christian Kirk are playing phenomenal football. And Adrian Green has been a wonderful addition. They 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 have some needs, maybe a corner defensive line. Wide receiver is not one of them. Okay, so what happens if there's an injury? It just depends on what injury it is and who it's to. You Thank know. your boy. Well, your boy. If there was an injury to one of the slot receivers and you need a little more depth, then would you call Larry? No, then your boy Andy Isabel, Isabel probably gets the first in, call. Yeah. Also, uh, Cardinals update says also would you would Fitz come back for less than a million eleven million dollars? And this kind of reminds me of what is literally just happening up the street in the Suns arena about how they said today that they hey we would love to have him at a max contract da back at a yeah. max contract of three for three or four years. When DA wanted five, if Fitz got offered, you know, less than 11 mil, hey, we we wanted him to come back. No, we, we, I know. don't think at this point it would be about money. I mean, DeAndre Ayton and Larry Fitzgerald, you're talking about like still beginning of your career and the end of your career. I don't think it would be about money for Fitz. I think legitimately it has to do with how bad he wants to be out there. Could he mentally say, all right, I'm going to go through the grind of another season? Or did he just, and we've talked about this, the, you know, he had COVID and it was a, you know, it was a rough year. He thought about it long and hard in the yeah. off season. I mean, all, all things considered, but I think if he felt like he could contribute to a team, because again, listen, you're a, you're a future Hall of Famer. You're a legend, Larry Legend. Everybody loves you here in Arizona. Do you want to go in and sit on the bench for this team? Or do you want to go in and just 
play like you're not yourself because you're you you played one year too long. Larry doesn't want to do that. He he had a he would be in a very limited role if he came back. Uh, I don't see that happening. Uh, even last year, you know, he he barely got touches in games. So it was it was a struggle last year, and I don't think that was in you know it wasn't a lot of enjoyment for him. So. They don't play a fifth receiver. Who's their fifth receiver right now? They don't play one. Who's their fourth receiver? Rondell Moore. What does he do? He he's their fourth receiver, Amazing and he stuff. has all of their return Amazing stuff. So if you're the fourth, fifth, sixth receiver on a roster, you got to have special team responsibilities. Larry's not playing special teams, and I think to to your point from the salary camp standpoint, there are three three million dollars over the cap right now after absorbing all of Zach Ertz's money. They're going to pay him his whole salary the rest of the season, so he'd have to take even if it came back the vet minimum. They have no more money left to give. Interesting. No Larry yeah. on this show. Have we fixed the mouse? No. <laughs> She's she's struggling over there. Should we do winners and losers now? You want to do winners and losers? Uh, well, we have we have a whole we have a whole Frank No segment. Yeah, we don't. Oh, oh, crud muffin. (laughs) Muffin. Yes. We can't even do Frank No. We need need shirts. Yeah. We need shirts. Cheers. Cheerstonism. Can I get a dramatically? I want a dramatic. Yeah, dramatically. Dramatically. Crud muffin. Yes. Love it. Oh my goodness, you're so right. We can't even do Frank's entire segment. Okay, sure. Do we want to move on to winners and losers? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Cool. Okay. Um, what are the chances? What? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's just Leah getting excited behind the computer, folks. Are we back? All right. Well, since we since we made the people wait, let's just start then with the with the big announcement. Yeah, we are partnering with Bird Gang Travel Woo! Club. Hey, there we go. Woo woo! And yeah. um, we have an awesome event coming up at Lola next Thursday for the Packers game, uh, October twenty eighth. It's uh at Westgate over by the stadium from two to five p.m. Come hang with us. We're gonna do a pregame show. We're gonna stick around do a postgame show live on site at Lola which I was I was first thing I did when I when I saw Lola was check out their menu I already have like <laughs> all these things that I want to order when I'm there yeah great it looks like they have amazing food yep. and uh we're excited to be partnering with Bird Gang Travel Club Bird Gang Travel Club if you don't already know which I'm sure you do has equal the kind of passion and enthusiasm for this Cardinal franchise that we do at PHNX and Saul can I'm sure can speak to this that's why this partnership made so much sense. Um, they, I've had the opportunity to work with them on numerous occasions. They are first-class, diehard Arizona Cardinal fans that are routinely on the road supporting this team. Yeah. So when you're frustrated about the lack of fans at the home games, and then you turn around and you see Cardinal fans on the road, that's Bird Gang Travel. Yeah, that's Bird Gang Travel. Uh, $55 in, in, to get into the event. You can. It's uh, beer as much as beer as you can drink in that <laughs> unlimited three hour beer. beer. Yeah, yeah. So there's that unlimited beer. Then you got so um there's a buffet as well um that you can that you can partake in and celebrity. That's the, and then you can get your stuff signed by my man Frank right here and <laughs> sure take can. some pictures and uh Cheerston and Johnny will be there as well. They're they're like superstars in, in the PHNX family. So uh, yeah, come out and support. Johnny will, and Johnny will flex for the photo. He will. He I will. will. I, I promise will. you. He will you, wear his red shoes as you well. You can stand next to me and, and feel superior. Uh, <laughs> you can definitely do that. Uh, I'm going to pop away and go to the game, uh, and then I'll come back and hang out yeah, some more. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So we'll, we'll be there for the pregame and the postgame. 
Uh, so come out and, and hang out with us. It's at Westgate, so you can walk right to, across the street to the stadium. Also, if you get there at 2 o'clock, you can avoid all that shitty west side traffic. There you go. Yeah. We can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Ain't nobody got time for all that traffic. All right. <laughs> let's let's move on. Awesome. I'm excited about that. I still have more energy to give to this topic. All right. Now we can move on. <laughs> All right, let's go to our Frank Knows segment. Frank, you have some plays that you want to break down for us. Oh, I love that graphic. Every yeah. time I see that, it blows my mind. <laughs> look, Johnny, don't look at them pecs. So, <laughs> look at them guns right there, baby. <laughs> that look. Was, that was Bo Jackson. I was like, look, now, Frank Knows now. I've it's seen Pete Frank look, Sanders photos on Google.com Frank bat. Sanders. Give me a bat right now. Frank was, sure a, was is a physical specimen. Love. You don't get drafted in the second round out of Auburn if you're some scrub. That's Only true. if you're Andy Isabella coming out of oh, UMass. Oh, I'm just damn. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. What did he ever do to you? I'm just playing my audience on Twitter because they, they, <laughs> there's not a lot of love for Andy. All right. Continue, Frank. Hey, look, we always try to give you guys some insights on some things that, that, is happen, that is happening to our team. It is transitioning into what Johnny continually says very well is that we have all the pieces. Uh, everyone's growing and maturing into their roles. And what I want to do today is I just want to point out some things, see that you – you, you've seen the, you've seen the highlights of them, but there's other things that you probably just you might be missing, and why these highlights are happening. So the first play I just want to show you know again, I'm ready whenever you are. You'll see our defense on the field first. You'll see JJ at the bottom. But all I wanted to say was to the to the to the left tackle for the Cleveland Browns. Hi, my name is JJ Watt, and I'm just saying bye, boy. Like I'm going by you, like you're not even standing there. JJ's at the bottom right. He flies right around that guy. He gets up it right up on. Baker, and then, again, causes a bad throw. But that's something that, because J.J.'s finally playing in his actual position, which is defensive end and not defensive tackle, because we got some guys we can move around, it, it frees him up in a one-on-one situation, which is absolutely special. Yeah. That's, that's when you can really see J.J. become the guy that you want to see. So my statement to the left tackle was, bye, boy, because I'm flying right by you. And he did that all day, you know, versus them. And he put pressure on Baker very good because he's in his right position. The next play you'll see – is uh, Edmonds. Okay, so what I, I wanted to point out the fact that I always talk about that. When you're watching football, pause it right there. When you're watching football, you just take, look at the center. We're always counting, right? You always hear, you hear, you hear Blue, uh, Frazier, Frazier, a Lake, Lake, or, or Omaha. You hear these terms that we use. But in this play right here, you'll see from the center going to the right, you can count the man one, two, three, four, right? Then you can count the defensive lineman of the Cleveland Browns. One, two, three, and then the linebacker makes four. At the top left, you'll see one, two, three, one, two, three. You'll see, you, the numbers matter in the game of football, right? So when you run the play, you'll see it's an RPO. Pause it right at that. Pause it right there. See that, see that defensive end at the top right? He actually, Kyler has an op- opportunity to determine if he, if he steps down, then he'll keep the ball and go on the outside edge, and then he'll have three blockers up top in the receiver position. You can see that right there, which would give us the numbers. And then if you're looking right now, since Chase gets the ball, defensive end comes up the field. Kyler makes a great read. He hands the ball off to Chase. Go ahead and run the play. Paul's right there. You can see our entire line. Like right now, it's just him one-on-one, and it's a foot race. It's a first down already, but when you count, when we're when we're when we get to the line of scrimmage and we start counting the plays or counting the personnel, it literally tells us what we're going to do. Sometimes you might hear an audible. He might change it from left to right. Who's Mike? Who's Sam? 
but it changes it changes dynamics because we're always looking for what odds best fit our position. And you can go ahead and run the play, and you'll see Chase right now. Chase gets out, uses the speeds, and that's what you want to see out of our offense. That's Kyler growing. That's our offensive line maturing. That's those guys communicating and being able to button everybody up. You know, it's a hat to a hat. We always can. We always say it's a hat on a hat. Once you get a hat on a hat in the right position, then you then everyone else can use their talent. Chase gets in. The, he gets up inside the, in the hole. The, uh, the the safety comes down. He hides behind the hole, and then he bursts out. You know that's that's what you're looking for when you're watching your team. This is why the plays are happening because Kyler's making the right read, and the line is getting to getting a hat on a hat. Next play, we'll see. Okay, this is Murray and who? Kirk. Okay, here we go. Boom. So we always talk about Kyler. You know, we, we say Kyler's leaving plays on the field, but he's making the right reads right now. Our offensive line did an absolute fabulous job against a very, very good Cleveland Cleveland defensive line. You can go ahead and hike the ball, and right at that moment, you can pause right there. See, he has a pocket, right? And a defensive end on the left side has already told him, you have to step up in the pocket. And so the two interior linemen was doing like a T.E. stunt, or our linemen bunched him up in a position where Kyler now can slide to the left. He has more receivers to the left, so that automatically tells you it's better for him to slide to the left than it is to slide to the right. Go ahead and run the play, and then right there. And now you have a position look. Our, our, Johnny always says our players are better than yours. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, you're not going to stop Christian. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you have to pay attention to once Kyler starts moving out of that pocket, Chirson, you gotta make a decision. Are you gonna stay on that receiver or start coming to, now you gotta now you gotta stop the run. But if he still has if he's behind the line of scrimmage and he can throw the ball, then that puts a position where, you know, Christian gets behind the defense and touchdown passes um, right there. This this guy, NFL AZ Cardinals, actually makes a good point. We didn't hear anything about Miles Garrett the entire game. I, that's true. Not one thing. Cardinals <laughs> offensive line, John Kugler's the best position coach on the roster. He's phenomenal. I'm shocked that, I mean, you can't replace a guy like Roddy Hudson, but a game and a half without him, and the Cardinals haven't skipped a beat. No, Max Garcia, if you're into rankings, pro football focus had him as the highest rated uh, Arizona Cardinal offensive line. Uh, wow. he was He was phenomenal. In that game, right? And, in that game. And it, we watched that fourth quarter against San Francisco, and I was of the mindset, I'm like, they are running the ball effectively. What is on the screen? What you- that tackle when Watt was coming at him, crud muffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect use of crud muffin, too. Oh Thank you God. so much. You get it. You got another one, Frank? I do have one more play, just uh, maybe one or two more plays, guys. So we just get right into this motion right here. This is something that in the red zone, trying to get pressure on Kyler, Again, we're always counting, right? We got we got a two by two set, which is two receivers to the bottom, two receivers to the top. Kyler's in the Kyler's in the shotgun position, running back to the left, right? So we're starting from the center to the bottom left. And if, I know, if you guys can really see it, you'll see that the Cleveland Browns has four defenders left of our center. All right. So when you look at our line, the center is one, our guards two, our tackles three, and our running backs makes four. All right. Or that's one, two, three. That's two, two. Yeah, it's correct. Two, three. So, but they have four defenders getting ready to do something. Go ahead and run the play, and we'll pause it just for a second. Said hike. Okay, boom. So now you'll see they're making the checks. They said hike. Pause. At that moment, when you see, we don't have the numbers to cover that, and the only person, and what we typically call this, is a hot read. And so when you see two, typically out of the slot, when you see two defenders coming off that side, you take a little quick step, you come up the field just enough so the quarterback can see you. Look, Kyler made the perfect read. The throw is perfect. It's in a good position where only only him and, you know, 
only him and D Hops can make a play right now because they have more guys blitzing than we actually have that can stop that. Go ahead and run the play and you see this is the play D Hop. Then this is just talent. Oh, filthy. We're just so much better than you. That that's just D Hops, just being D Hops. But when you see the offense, why it worked, it worked because the D, the Kyler made the perfect read. He made the throw, gave him a chance. D Hops made the read. He saw that these two guys, once they blitz and they come off, we don't have the numbers to pick him up. So he yeah. don't have time. So it's a hot read because he has to get the ball out of his hand pretty fast. And then again, D Hops makes the play. He rocks the baby to sleep. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when you're watching your team through maturation, education, and these guys are on the same page. That's why we're that's why we're winning and we're doing such a good job. Well, I think we saw the maturation of Kyler Murray on display in this game because he had more leeway to check at the line of scrimmage than he ever has in an NFL game because of the situation. And he was given that leeway and he still pl- Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was checking my phone People for a People are stat. so rude on this podcast. I know. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Never, just, hey, never me though, right? So, dude, <laughs> <laughs> look, you guys' interaction is perfect. There's a lot of things y'all are saying. What we would love to chime into without a doubt, but you know that. What this happened? Cheers to the tickled. <laughs> I don't know if Johnny said something with a serious face and it got me. He's a nami, and guess I'm what? a serious boy. Look, real, real ministry, you're absolutely right. When we get Zach... It's, it's just going to be more mind-boggling for defenses to try to stop us. I had one play that um, – I don't, I don't know if they put it on there, but I had one play where the Cardinals did something offensively I've never seen them do. They had they, they – Rondell, Rondell caught the ball, but they had four receivers to one side and had a tight, had a four receivers and a tight end on the, on the right. And it was just it, – it blew my mind because you got all, the, all, you got all your dogs over here and your weapons. Just imagine Zach's over here. So now yeah. he, it just opens up the one side of the field. Kyler catches the ball. He looks to the right. It's one-on-one situations. It's going to be so hard for teams to really cover and defend against this team. And it's not, honestly, crazy thing about it is I don't hear anyone griping about catches or touches. Yeah. Or no one's arguing about who's getting the ball. Everyone, because when we go back and watch film and we're not getting the full panoramic view, but we, if you if we have a chance to watch film like we watch in the NFL, we watch a real panoramic view, and then we watch a you know a, a close shot. But you would see two and three receivers open. Yeah, you'd see three receivers open, and he has windows to make those throws in. It's just because our guys are that much better, and they can get open. They're not fighting to get open; they can get open because they're really, really good receivers. The other thing is, is you know, I, I mentioned Miles Garrett, but you know, Beanard in the in the chat said, "Did a tight end even catch the ball Sunday?" I'm like, you know, had one so Daryl Daniels about, had one target. They were talking about, uh, well, oh, I was talking about the, I was, yeah, I was talking about oh, okay, Joku sorry. Yeah. on defense, you know, like or on offense for the Cleveland. Like their stars were absent. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously o- uh, Odell got hurt a little bit, but then he came back and he only had one catch after that. The Cardinals. That's why the Cardinals deserve all the love. Is because yeah, maybe Cleveland was missing a running back in Nick Chubb, but for the most part, they dominated everybody else. That was on the field, and that's why they're the well, best. Well, they're also the missing two. They're starting offensive linemen. But that's the NFL. But let me yeah, follow. Yeah. Let me follow. So, so the, the Cardinals are missing their their, their center. Know, but I'm with you. That's what the excuse nationally know, people want to make. They just might, but correct. But then also maybe they just don't have the depth or not as well coached as the Arizona Cardinals. Well, and we talked about it all week. Baker Mayfield needs everything to go right for him to yeah. succeed. I, I'm gonna follow this with no, no, I no. You're <laughs> no, afraid. You, you're afraid of the, your opponents. Don Aaron Donald was a kneel 
in a game where he was a beast the week before. True. And Ramsey was a, a beast. He was a cornerback, shutdown cornerback the week before against the Buccaneers. He moved around the field all, all, all up and down. And they made plays to, to beat Tampa. But when they faced the Cardinals, they were non-existence. That's the power of having players. And it, it I'm telling y'all, like, look, it's some, when you're watching it, when they watch the film of the Cardinals, they got no answers. And so that's what they'll be thinking in their mind. I got no answers. And, like, when you watch what our defense is able to do to an offensive line, the tight end probably has to stay in and block and chip more than he's just free to free to go about and do what he wants to do in his routes. That's the power of really having a good team. I've been on so many losing teams, and I was on one or two with the Cardinals that I knew we had players that no one had answers for. And I swear, when we got rid of those players, we were nothing to the NFL. I mean, they they did quarterbacks did stuff against our defense that was stupid. Donovan McNabb used to pat the ball three and four times. Brett Favre, who wasn't a scrambling quarterback, would just bounce left and right and then like it, throw it that way. And and he hit guys open. It was just like oh, that's and they, defeating. Home Greens could run. He could run play action, play action, play action, sprint boot, and just murder us because we didn't have the players. When we had them, we was dogs. They feared us, but they didn't fear Jake because they knew our offense line wasn't great. So that's why we lost some of our games and back in the days. But I'm just telling you, this team right here causes other players real players to be real average players. That's the NFL. Hey, maybe we're just better. We got a really, really good maybe team. Maybe we're just better. That's what Frank knows. I'm telling you this right now. I know what I know. I know what I don't know. But I know what they know. And they allow us to know a lot of things. What are you saying? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sit on that one. What? Like Clifford Franklin. In the heck <laughs> Clifford Franklin did you like just say? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> um, we were talking about uh, Frank and his heyday, by the way. I did find a photo. Oh Do you have it, Leah? Oh, it's... Look at Frank. Oh, Handsome. I was, I was young back then. I'm mature now. I got that. I got that. I'm, I got that daddy want to date you. What does it say, dated. Leah? Anything interesting? <laughs> yeah, it's all blurry. That's yeah, good. I'm glad remove that. Please oh, remove yeah. that. That's like back in. That is, that's, that's, the, a, that's the tube with the antenna on the back. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> you look mean. Nah. Gotta, look, catch me in the right moment. I don't even know who took that picture. I don't. It was I, a, like a card or something. I don't know. I pulled it from Google.com. I think it's a picture. The classic of a, oversized that shirts is definitely, in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Probably was a ride. I had that hat too. Did you? I did. That's, I, you still have that hat? No. Oh, wow. No. It oh. was nice a... My girlfriend took it when we broke up. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was like 15. <laughs> she was like, I want all this stuff. I I'm taking his hat? hat? Oh, she bought the hat for you, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought I thought it was it was like the version of like, you you know, when like in middle school and you give somebody a hoodie, like they can wear your hoodie, have like your name on the back or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then uh, good luck getting your hoodie back. That's well, she, like, gave, she gave it to him and she was like, I need that back. Yeah. This so is this this is over. I need that back. Gave it to Goodwill after that. I'm like, oh, awesome. That's great. Well, oh my god, it's too funny. You said that hat's that hundred fifty bucks now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I never liked her. Oh my god, look. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I never liked you anyway. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I can't. I can't transition into a man's big dad for I hope here, she's so. not listening. That's all right. Not Let's talk about PG-13. drafting first because oh, Johnny, you funny. mentioned that. Um, <laughs> Maybe you don't. <laughs> what? Shane in the chat. You say he's trying to tell us about his ex girlfriend. 
because he said because he said the other day on his podcast that uh, the only thing uh, that we need is consistency. He's like, that's the same complaint that girlfriends had about me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Shane said about himself, man. Oh, I love that kid. <laughs> the oldest twenty-four year old you've ever seen in your For life. Real. Oh, that's too funny. DraftKings, <laughs> let's talk about the promo code. Yeah, so, well, I, I was going to say, oh, if you don't want to bet on the Cardinals be- to win or with the line and whatever that is, um, then, because you're not going to get a ton of money for it. No, the there's, there's no money to be made. to do a same game parlay yeah. and, you know, be a little more specific with it because... And uh, the other good thing about it, though, is when you, you know, the more you combine, more picks you combine, the bigger the payout is. Um, so something to think about. I like the same game parlay. Uh, I also like uh, getting cleaned up like I'm going to do next Thursday when we go to our event. And I'm going to be looking, you know, pick, cleaned up, looking nice. <laughs> I'm down. like, whoa, what? And I'm going to use manscaped.com to get there. Manscaped promo code PHNX, 20% off site-wide, free shipping. The Lawnmower 4.0 is, is how I will get ready for that evening event. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, if I, what if kind you of could, event do you think if it you, is? That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm trying to figure out. Maybe, maybe, rock, a nice, maybe not rock a nice plunging V-neck so you know I'm taken <laughs> care of. <laughs> and good news you want to come up get a photo with the gang i'll be smelling good because i'm gonna be using their body wash as well so manscape.com promo code phnx site-wide you get 20 percent off free shipping Tony's got his own event. <laughs> event get a private event going with me at our phnx tailgate behind the behind, behind the, the wall <laughs> Oh, my and goodness. Oh, the wheels have fallen off. Oh, my goodness. Cheers some, save us, please. Yes. Did you say shave us or save us? <laughs> Cheers save us? Oh, get my, oh, my, get my lawnmower out and shave me, Cheers. Oh, All right. What is happening? <laughs> oh, man, the out-of-context quotes are going to just be going oh, crazy. My oh, my goodness. Um, okay. uh, wow. I, I didn't. I couldn't get from point A to point B there with my transition. It went horribly wrong. But general consensus: Manscaped.com. My man, so I, I think I'm gonna skip this event. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably wise. Probably wise. <laughs> All right, winners and losers, maybe. <laughs> Oh, that just got a nice little ab workout. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's head into winners and losers to cap off this show that has very much been derailed. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first with the with their what should we do losers first just and end on a high note let's do losers first okay losers first my loser is Shannon Sharp who got absolutely dunked on by DK Metcalf so Shannon Sharp was critical of a fumble that DK Metcalf had uh, in their game on Sunday Night Football against the Steelers to which DK Metcalf subtweeted Shannon Sharp and said stop questioning me little boy to Shannon Sharp the the pro football hall of famer Sharp then said, nothing to question. That was a dumbass play, and your pride won't let you admit it. You can't question anything I've done. Pray your resume will be as complete as mine. Pray. Enjoy the rest of your day. To which DK Metcalf said, from the looks of it, uh, I can wipe my shit with your resume. Continue to gossip, you washed up wannabe. Wait, Um, that's not gossip. It's his job. DK Metcalf just dunking on Shannon. Poor Shannon Sharp. 
Oof. That's that's a bad look. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I I, I guess I get that, but also I well, he can't he can't he fumbled the ball. So so um, so media but he so he's now, you know, he's in the media. So it's not like it was just some athlete or former athlete that's talking shit. It was, it, he's doing his job. I I googled it. So you know how old DK Metcalf was when Shannon Sharp retired in 2003? 6 years 6 years old. You think DK Metcalf gives a you know what about who Shannon Sharp is? I know, but here's the thing too. Sometimes and Frank, you can call me out if you think I'm wrong. But I feel like sometimes players get too emotionally involved in what other people fairly said sometimes it's unfair but this seems pretty fair to talk about you know a mistake that he made in a game uh you know for his job i mean if you when you're in the spotlight you're open to praise and you're open to criticism and he gets his fair share of praise he made a mistake shannon commented on it and in my opinion it seemed like he was overreacting a little bit (laughs) to what is fair. I think it's a little bit different when it comes from a former player. Yeah. You know, if I was, a, you know, there's like a brotherhood there amongst players. I, am I right or am I wrong about that? <clears throat> You're right, but Shannon has a mic in his hand right now. True. Yeah, true, he, but he, he still, doesn't have that hat on. Yeah. I, I get I get that, but there's still like a, a, a line that maybe you don't cross. You know, Shannon's I, got a big following too. If it comes from Johnny No Name with a blue check mark well, and 5,000 followers, he's not let, giving it the time of day. Let's do it like this here. Shannon's right. He's wrong. And he's being a little B about it, 100%. Cross the board, he's being a little B That's about it. That's what I it. said. If Shannon was on his team, Shannon would be in his face telling the same damn thing. Yeah. Without a problem. If we was in the locker room watching the meeting, we was, what, what you doing, bro? Like, we was watching the, we were like watching the film. What are you doing? Like, Brad, don't do that again. I think it's embarrassing. Don't do I, that I think again. DK Metcalf is the loser in that situation because yeah. I, I think it's embarrassing Shannon, in his part. Shannon, well, Shannon had this mic in his hand. Shannon has so many more influences and his career wipes DK's wannabe wish career. 1000%. You're not, without a doubt, like that, I'm like, I'm pissed. I knew I'd get this reaction from Frank. That's why I did it, because he played played against Shannon I'm pissed. No, but I'm like, but like Shannon's got a resume that says, man, who are you? Like you ain't done nothing in the league yet. You out here, you out here, you out here flossing like you doing something with your hair all painted up in your muscles. That's what I did. It triggered him, man. You know what I mean? No, I'm just like, no, it's just like, it just crossed the league. You ain't done nothing. You ain't done anything. It's a bad look. Let's agree. Bad look for both of them. I mean, not, not for Shannon. Shannon said something simple. Like, hey, if I mess up, call me out. Frank, you messed up. I messed up. I got it. My bad. If he saw, I messed up, but you did exactly what you did. What you did was wrong. And I'm a former player. If I, if I really do, if, if Shannon really wanted to dog him out, he talked about his hair. He talked about his commercials. He talked about the, the the little bullshit he posts, all the extra stuff he does that has nothing to do with football. So I would say, bro, that's why you did that because you're not paying attention to your real job. You think this little fake money you making gonna cover this real money? I wipe your I wipe your career and your little bullshit money off like nothing. That's how he really can talk, and he can make phone calls. Like you don't know the power Shannon got. He can make phone calls. I can make phone calls, and I know Shannon can do that. Man, y'all, pff, y'all better, y'all better leave Billy. Quit fucking around. With I Shannon apologize. This is, de- this is perfect. Right, I'm sorry. This y'all. is perfect. Mama, y'all heard me. Y'all heard me. I apologize. But that's real talk. Okay. Like Johnny. So, I think Frank's loser is DK Metcalf. Then. Uh, one thousand. Because that's me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly Mark what Sanchez. Because I yeah, can't stand listening to his dumbass on the freaking show. So. No, I apologize. And the Cardinal fans who had to listen to him last two weeks. Yeah, it's been brutal. 
I'm so, sorry. Okay, well, my actual loser. So for a second there, I thought I thought I was about to have Frank's wrath for my opinion, but Frank actually agrees and is, yeah, agree. has an even stronger opinion. Yeah, man, he's wrong. That dude's slightly wrong. I just wanted slightly to read the tweets. Stronger. I really don't just have a dog. But what's it? What is it? Muffin crumb muffin. Crud muffin. Crud muffin top. Crud muffins top on your boy. Um, so my actual loser, though, is Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson Mahomes, who I just, because of this news this week, figured out who he was. He's a, obviously the brother of Patrick Mahomes and a TikTok star. Um, he did his TikTok video at Washington football game that was honoring the late Sean Taylor, and he did the video on his number that's on the field, and um he apologized for it i don't know um here's my thing i'll give him the benefit of the doubt i don't think he actually knew what he was doing but that's why i'm saying you're a loser because you're at an at a sporting event you're in the spotlight for more reasons than one and you're at a game where they're honoring somebody and you you're that clueless you're that clueless that you don't know that you're on top of his number in front of all these people and creating TikToks and like, cause you're so caught up in what you're, what you're creating your content and how many views and how cool it looks, you know, for you to be on the field, et cetera, yeah. whatever. So, um, it was just, the whole thing was disgusting. I didn't, I, I assumed it. So I was like, who the heck's Jackson Mahomes? Is he related to Patrick? And then sure enough he is, but I had no idea who he was. So I looked at his TikTok the other day. Um, and he has a, a video that has well over a, a thousand views or however TikTok works. And it's him saying, hey, a lot of people have been asking me what my daily routine looks like. And it's literally him brushing his teeth and picking on his clothes and then getting on his private jet courtesy of his brother. And it has over a thousand views. And it makes me legitimately concerned for the youth of this country that that's who we're making, opting to make famous. I, he, I, it's, it's, and you watch his dances. I mean, like. I'm not a dance expert. He's not not the best dancer. So just poor judgment all around. Yeah, bad bad press ain't always bad for you. Well, when you've got a brother classless ain't always yeah. been. You've got a brother yeah. that plays in the league. I mean, you need to be aware of how you conduct yourself, is, is my whole thing. He's still trying to create his own image. You know, he's like one of the Kardashians right now. That's I'll a good that's a good comparison. So that's a great get comparison. Myself underneath you and they'll start liking me the way they like you. And then I'll start getting this content money like you getting it, bro. Trying to be that 400, 500, 500, 400 million dollar man. Yeah. Can I give my winner? Cause yeah, I, we I, gotta, we got to wrap this up. Cause okay. the camera's about to die. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God. Yeah, here's, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. I've come around on, on somebody being a winner since we've talked last. And that's Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons went to Sixer practice I today knew you were gonna... <laughs> and had his phone out and then got kicked out, got purposely suspended. Cause he wants out of Philadelphia. Went to a strip club right after he was done at practice no. today. Went to Delilah Strip Club oh, in Philadelphia. Oh, no. yes. So he's about to get traded for pennies on the dollar. So I've come around full circle. Gentlemen, you're right. Ben Simmons is a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Is nah. that a is that a winner or is that like a train wreck that we're watching? He's trying to get it forced their yeah. hand. No, like a good thing or like no, a this bad is, this thing. Is, this is a bad situation. Yeah, that doesn't. Around, so. Oh my god! Anytime you have to go to a strip club <laughs> at two o'clock in the afternoon, it ain't going to be a pretty sight. I, he wanted the, the win. A plus talent's not on this play. <laughs> he's not lemon pepper Lou. He might be. You know, he might be sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet and sassy, hot and. Are flaming. they a future sponsor of this podcast? <laughs> we mentioned them enough. <laughs> Magic City. All right, uh, quickly before the camera dies, Frank, go. 
Uh, my winner is us. It's us, man. I, it's, I just, I just gotta wow, say uh, Frank. us because we're doing something we love. I love y'all. I enjoy being with y'all, man. I'm loving the way we interact, and this is. Frank, you do you know, mean that or me. do you just not say, come no, prepared? No, God, no. <laughs> Boo, stop. Damn. Come on. <laughs> Dang. I mean, this is it's too much going on right now. It's like the time I was scrolling yeah. my, my computer. She called me out. She's like, what are you doing right now? Researching yeah, the segment? Like, yeah, no, I got this. No, you know, it just, uh, this is new for me in a lot of areas, but the interaction is great. You guys got a lot of flavor, a lot of love. Um, it's making me open up to some areas I had already closed off, so. I think I'm winning because I'm with y'all. Here we go. 100%. Man. I'm wow, the winner. Frank. Love that. Love you too, brother. Love you too, brother. There we go. <laughs> Amen. Uh, right my, my, my winner uh, is J.J. Watt just because I just think he's meant so much to this team. And even though he wasn't getting the sacks uh, that people love to clamor about, um, he was making an impact on this team yeah. uh, in so many ways that people just didn't notice. And then this week in Cleveland, I think people took more notice that J.J. Watt is not gone. And he's not has been. He's still there, and he's still as relevant as he always was, and uh, very thankful to have him on the team. True that. My winner for the second time this season is Aaron Rodgers for his I own you comment to the Bears. Yes. That was amazing. Um, I didn't realize that I was like an Aaron Rodgers fan. I kind of am. I kind of like him as a, I guess – I don't know if this is like insulting, but to call him kind of like a character in mm-hmm. the league, mm-hmm. uh, I oh, like it. Oh, he is. I like it. For sure. Cool. Okay. All right, yep. guys. If you haven't subscribed, uh, be sure to do that. YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on social media at phnx underscore sports, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'll see you tomorrow.